Hi guys, welcome back to Kiana's Corner. On this episode, I will be kind of telling my story about what it was like growing up with cerebral palsy. So let's just get right into it. Sorry, I didn't realize I should ask a question. Okay. Um, Kiana, for those of us who might not know, could you give us a definition of cerebral palsy? Um, honestly, it really depends on each person, but it's a I'm not really educated that much about it, but if you want more information, just Google it. But basically, you have some kind of Sorry, I didn't. Sorry about that. Okay, so basically you have some kind of like, not like mishap, but like complication when you're being born. It's something that has to do with the brain. So for me, when I was being born, my umbilical cord got um, trapped around my neck and it was causing me to not get oxygen to the brain, which caused me to have cerebral palsy. Okay, so basically, are there, like, different types of it and stuff that you could talk about? There are four types. Honestly, I don't know which one I have because I don't really care that much, but there are four types. Um, It honestly depends on the person. So for me, mine is not very, like, like, mine is more of a mild case. There's other cases where people can't walk, talk, basically can't do stuff for themselves and are in a wheelchair. Um, For me, it affects more my upper body and less of my legs. So, for example, I can't put my hands over my neck or over my head. And um, I can't, like trying to think yeah basically I just can't put my hands over my head my neck is turned um like it's turned like to an angle if you see me in person and I'm very like stiff in my muscles um which caused me caused me to go to physical therapy which we'll talk more in a second um but yeah, I think I covered everything. Awesome. So can you kind of give us a timeline? You mentioned that for you, it was when the cord was wrapped around your neck during delivery. But when, just to clarify, when your mom was pregnant, they didn't notice that you would like have a disability or anything. No, they they did not know when she went to get her ultrasounds. They like said that, oh, if the baby looks healthy, like she's on like healthy. So, and then, so my mom's water broke in the shower, so she went to, like, go, like, deliver me, and, hold on, Casey, oh my gosh, Okay, sorry. Ask the question again. So, could you kind of give us a timeline? Um, you mentioned that when your mom was pregnant with you, the doctors like didn't have any reason to suspect that you'd have a disability, and kind of what happened was during delivery. So, um, you were just kind of talking about like your mom being in the shower and her water breaking. Yes. So, my mom's water broke. They went to the ER and. They hooked her up to, like, the machines and stuff, and they noticed that my heart rate kept dropping and then going up. So they had to do an emergency C-section, and um, trying to think, and 
yeah, like it was very hard for me to get out. I think I came out like feet first and it was just a hot mess. Um, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to, basically like I wasn't supposed to be here today. After I was born, they put me into an incubator for a month and it was very hard for my parents because my dad was still um, like working out and stuff and like working and I was delivered at the University of Iowa Hospital. So next to it is the field house. And so my mom, so my dad will like go there, work out, come back and visit me. And my mom never left the hospital because she always told me, um, I always give her like a look and saying like, mom, like, please don't leave me. Like, please stay here with me. So she stayed there for, for the entire month with me, which I'm very thankful for, even though I can't remember. Um, yeah, fast forward, like, a, a year later, they went to, like, the checkup, and they said, yeah, she might not be able to, like, walk, talk, basically can't do stuff for herself. Um, basically, that I would have a bunch of, like, complications, which one of them is I have um, seizures, they said, and... I only have had one in my life. Um, yeah, it's pretty scary, but that was like a long time ago. Um, what else? So what kind of things when you were growing up, like, did you need help with? Basically, like, everything I needed help getting dressed, showering, um, eating, Kind of thing. Yeah, basically like a lot of stuff. So when did you start doing like therapies or like treatments? So they said that I used to have a therapist who would come to my house and do PT with me at my home, but I think that got too expensive. So we started going to the hospital to do physical therapy. And I started going when I was about like that at home was like when I was first born and then the, and like the hospital one was like when I was like five or six. And basically I was working on strengthening like my, my um, muscles and like basically keeping my body strong. Um, a fun fact is I did not like going to physical therapy. So my older sister Kenya would come with me and like make me feel a lot better about going and then after therapy we would go to KFC which I think about now and that's so disgusting um we went to KFC got some food and then my dad would also give me a muscle milk to help me recover my muscles that's so sweet I think it's cool that you have like good memories even though it was kind of like a stressful or like less than perfect time. Um, so did you enjoy physical therapy? Did you ever try anything else? Like, um, yeah, I tried acupuncture when I was little. Um, I did not like it because I had to get needles like in my legs. Um, uh, okay, before I start, this is a disclaimer. I'm just telling you guys this to educate people. And I don't want you guys to feel sad or like feel bad for me. I want you guys to use this as motivation. But back to what I was saying, I went to acupuncture. I didn't like it. Um, it was very painful. And I can't really tell if it helped or not because I don't know what I would be capable of doing if I didn't take if I didn't do acupuncture. So yeah. Did you ever do um, occupational therapy? Yes, I did occupational therapy. I don't really know when I started, but they taught me a lot of like how to do stuff on my own. So for example, um, in the summertime, I like to wear a lot of jean shorts, but I can't button them. So 
I taught myself how to button my own and basically I put a hair tie through the hole and wrap it around the button and pull it through. Does that make sense? So I just had to like, and then for another example, so I wear a lot of sports bras and it usually gets super twisted in the back. So they gave me like this little like hook to untwist it so I can be more independent. And yeah, so just, I, I actually like going to occupational therapy a lot because they taught me how to do stuff on my own. That's so cool. I think that it's really important that they not only works on like, you know, trying to help get more, um, I guess like flexibility or whatever, but also taking what you could work with and just helping you grow your independence. Because I think that's really important. Like as you were growing up, especially that you felt like you could, you know, get yourself dressed and not have to keep asking, you know, your family members or whatever. And, um, I think that's really cool. So could you kind of talk about how school was for you? Um, school was really rough. Um, I feel like even if you don't have disability, people get bullied for absolutely anything. I remember this girl in my high school who got bullied for having a underbite, which is so annoying because like this is that you get bullied for you can't really help it. But that's just like a in my opinion. Um, but so for me I got bullied a lot. Um it wasn't anything like severe in my opinion. Um, a couple stories is one time, this actually really hurts my feelings even to this day, but it happened freshman year, someone called me crippled and like, it was so annoying because I know dang well the teacher heard me or heard the girl say it and she kept teaching and like didn't even acknowledge it. So after class, I went to my sister, which was a senior, and I was like, this girl called me crippled, like what do I do? And she said, Kiana, like just ignore it. And so I did, but I couldn't focus on school anymore that day. So I, en- I ended up calling my mom and she was pissed. She was so angry and like I started crying and basically, um, she called the principal. I got caught out of class. The girl apologized, but I didn't take, like I said, it's fine, but like deep down, it wasn't fine. And I kind of just like moved on. Um, another time in high school, I did not know this girl at all. She was a year younger than me, and she was basically, so I had this girl named Mia. Me and Mia were really close friends. These are, like, fake names. So, like, if you're actually named Mia and you went to my school, I'm not talking about you, but this girl named Mia, and me and her were best friends, and she had this friend, Ashley, and Ashley would talk to Mia and talk about, like, why do you hang out with her? She walks weird. She, like, her hands look weird, like, all this stuff. And I, she told me that. I was, like, I was kind of, like, I didn't, like, say anything, but, like, deep down, like, why aren't you, like, sticking up for me? Like, why aren't you, like, telling her, like, not to see those things? And... Um, I'm no longer friends with that girl anymore, which is whatever, but it's just weird how, like, someone can talk about you and, like, you don't even know them, they don't even know you. That's so crappy. I feel like when things like that happen, you almost just have to wonder, like, is something going on in their life that they're insecure about, so they're taking it out on me, or, like, what the heck, you know? Um... So I'm sorry that happened, but I think that we all know that you're telling these things because you are stronger because of it and you've come out the other side and this is like something that doesn't really hold you back anymore, I guess, right? Wouldn't you say yeah, that? I agree. I'm not, yeah, like you said, like, they don't bother me today and like, 
I just want to help other people who are in my position. Yeah, I love that. Um, so just to clarify for everyone who might not know, you were always in the general education track, never special education, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So did you ever have any type of like cognitive disabilities or is it all physical? Uh, I actually have a couple learning disabilities. Basically, I have trouble comprehending a lot of stuff. Um, I am in high school. I was behind on reading and math. But when I graduated high school, I ended up being like where I should be for reading math. I wasn't I honestly didn't really care about that. I just have to like keep working at it and like I have to like get a tutor which is perfectly fine and yeah so it just takes me a little bit a while to learn stuff actually I have a story so basically in high school someone or this teacher accused me of cheating so if you guys don't know I okay so we have tests or a quiz every Friday and I was struggling with that subject for like four days. So the teacher thought that I was already going to fail. And this happens all the time, but the, the day before, I like magically understand how to do it. So can you stop? I'm not talking about the cream. Anyway, so basically I learned the day how to, I learned the day before, I learned how to do it perfectly fine. I took the test, got an A plus on it. So the teacher was like, how'd you get an A plus? Like you were struggling with this all week. And I was like, I have a learning disability and something just like clicked the day, the day before. And I know it looks suspicious, but like I have an associate who writes for me. So like, I can't cheat. Like, I don't, like, know how to cheat, like, when someone's watching me. So, it was just annoying how, like, people just don't understand your, like, disability. That's so bogus because it's, like, that's your teacher. They're supposed to want you to want to do well. And, like, they're supposed to want you to succeed and not be, like, sitting there waiting for you to fail and, like, being shocked when you do understand like how do they know you didn't study for 10 hours the night before and then like really get a hang of it like that's just bogus yeah that sucks um did you ever have other teachers we had like a run-in with them and like it didn't go super well um this is like kind of like jumping to the next topic but so for me I get fatigued really easily. I know it's kind of ironic because I work out a lot, but I don't know how to explain it. But basically, when I'm sitting at school for like eight hours a day, I'm going to fall asleep for like 10 minutes. It doesn't matter if I go to bed early the next day, I'm going to fall asleep regardless. And coffee does not help at all. So it doesn't help. So one time, I was taking, I had a cross-country race the night before. So I raced and then came to school. And we were watching a movie and I fell asleep. So I woke up, got every, like, I, I watched the movie when I got home. I took the, like, the assignment and did fine on it. So I had an IEP meeting which basically is the, is it's, it stands for Individual Education Plan. And basically it's just telling you how someone needs to have accommodations when they have a disability. So um, I have my IEP meeting and it has, basically has all your teachers in it and your parents so my mom came to that and the teacher was there and she was like your daughter fell asleep in my class and like basically routed me out and my mom was pretty mad at me and I was just like so mad because instead of coming to me and saying hey like are you okay 
you had to like go time out and this is like I wasn't like a freshman like I was a senior like I was able to like take care of myself and so I got home I told my mom I was like hey like I had a cross-country race like I was tired like I still got the assignment done so my mom ended up understanding and she honestly didn't really care after I told her but it's just so annoying I just think it's so rude of that teacher to like basically go over your head and that's something I think happens a lot to people with different abilities because people assume like oh if I make this comment to them they won't be able to you know fix the behavior or like make a change so they just go to someone either like a caregiver or something like that and it's like you would have respected that teacher so much more if they would have just come to you and said hey, like, I noticed you fell asleep. That's not really cool. Like, that's not part of our class rules. And then you could have said, oh, well, I have a disability. And also I ran a cross country meet yesterday. And also I did fine. So I'm sorry that that happened. But I think that that's like something that we need to have an understanding about. Yeah. And like, again, so basically like running, like my cross country coach was in that meeting or I think she, yeah, she was in that meeting after I had to go to her class, and she basically understands because, like, running with a disability is, like, really, really hard, so, like, even walking up and down stairs is really hard for me, and, like, running three miles twice a week, like, it's so difficult, and you can say, like, oh, like, Shannon, why did you cross country them? It's so hard, and, like, that's so dumb to say because, like, what do you want me to do, give up on something because it's hard, so... It's just so annoying. And also, um, I forgot what I was gonna, I forgot what I was gonna say. Anyway. I want that quote framed when you said, what do you want me to do, give up on something just because it's hard? I, I love that. Yeah. Um, did you ever have any like teachers or maybe like you mentioned you had associates who were more like on your side? Yeah, I actually had this associate named Bert, and she was the sweetest lady ever. She was, like, 4'10", and very small, but she was the best associate ever. Um, hold on, let me just clarify something. People think when you have an associate, they do your work for you. That's not the case at all. They can get fired for doing your work for you. So, growing up, whenever I get an A, an a on a test, they're like, oh, your associate did it for you. She's so annoying, but moving on past that, um, she was actually very happy that I decided to do cross country, and she would be like, okay, if you want to take a nap, go ahead, I'll take the notes for you, and then I'll catch you up when you wake up. It's not like I was napping the whole class, I was taking like a 15 minute nap, and I think that's so nice of her to like understand like where I'm coming from. The world needs more people like her. Yes. She actually, she actually came to my graduation, which is very nice, and gave me a gift card. That's so sweet, because you graduated from high school during COVID. Yeah, so she came, she, like, she was, like, wearing, like, three masks and, like, gloves, and, like, she's, like, social distance, but it was very nice of her to come. Mm, that's so sweet. Um, okay, so does that kind of cover, like, school in general, would you say, as far as, like, what it was like growing up with cerebral palsy? Yeah, I think so. So then what are some things that like people don't understand or like things that they might underestimate about you? Um, basically, I can do all things you can do, but it's going to take me a lot of time. So, for example, I can tie my shoes, but it's going to take me like 10 minutes to tie each shoe. So, like... I would just say, like, if someone was, if someone, you know, having a disability, just, like, I don't know, like, just, like, you be there for them, and, like, also, like, I don't know, like, just try to, try to see where they're coming from. I love that. Um, what would you say about, like, you mentioned before that you work out a ton. Do you think sometimes people like see you at the gym and are like, oh, that's interesting or. Yeah. So a lot of people think I work out because like I want to have like a good physique, but honestly, 
I don't care about how I look. Well, I used to care how I look, but I honestly don't care anymore. I do it because I need something to like relieve stress. And I suffer from anxiety and depression and that working out helps me a lot. But also, like I said, I don't go to PT anymore. So I need to like, keep my muscles strong. So for example, when I started to drive, I couldn't turn the wheel. So I had to like work out on my arms a lot before I could drive. So basically I just need to work out to keep my muscles strong and healthy. And a lot of people stare at me at the gym. Um, uh, yeah, there's this one guy who, um, it was very nice of him, but like I was putting on weight at the gym and he's like, oh, let me do it for you. Which is like, yeah, like, thank you. But like, I can also do it by myself. Um, there was this one mom who came up to me who was like, hi, like, do you have cerebral palsy? I was like, yeah. And she's like, basically, she's telling me how her son has cerebral palsy and she wanted her son to be just like me. And like, I was kind of like giving her advice of like how to like not parent someone, but like how to like be there for your kids when they have a disability. I think it's so cool that that instance shows that like you just being out and about and like working out and doing the things that you love, like really positively probably impact that woman and like her family. And I think it's cool that she had like the, I guess, guts to come up and ask you because to me, that sounds like crazy to just walk up and ask someone if they have a certain disability. But I think that like, it's kind of probably nice for you, correct me if I'm wrong, to have someone who's just open and honest and is like, not trying to pretend like this isn't a reality that you're living with. Yeah, I would much rather people just come up and ask me than just keep staring at me the whole time. Yeah, because, like, who wants to be stared at at the gym? Yeah. Or, like, in general. <laughs> um, so have you ever tried, like, any other remedies? I know you mentioned physical and occupational therapy and acupuncture, but what about, like, medications or anything else? Um, so I did do Botox and like this is like kind of jumping the gun but honestly I wish that my like I'm not blaming my parents because they did a phenomenal job raising me and like they are this is their first child with a disability but it was kind of annoying for me to like keep trying these medications um I tried Botox for my so it's not like the I'm pretty sure it's a different kind of Botox you guys are thinking of, but basically it would loosen up my muscles so I would get a shot in my neck and my hands and yeah, it worked for three months but then it would wear off and they're very expensive and I don't think my insurance covered it. I'm pretty sure they covered like a little bit of it but it was still super expensive and yeah, it really hurt a lot to get a, to get the shot to my neck. Um, and then they put me on a medication to, if you see me in public, um, I shake a lot and I can't control it. And it's kind of annoying because people are like, oh, look, are you cold? I'm like, no, I'm just shaking. And yeah, they don't know, but... It's just very annoying people asking that, but yes, I'm just shaking and I can't control it. So they put me on, I don't know what it's called, but it's basically for people with um, Parkinson's, I think. And it ended up making my, my shakiness a lot worse. So I ended up not like continuing to take it anymore. So yeah. I think that it's really interesting because oftentimes there are like medications, therapies, whatever, that try to make your life just like a little bit easier and kind of like occupational therapy. They're like, okay, so if you're not going to be able to put your hands above your head, then we're going to give you this special little trick or tool to help you untangle your sports bra. And it's kind of something that helps like you get through your day easier versus like, no, like let's try and make your arms go over your head. 
And it sounds to me like some of these medications, instead of being like, oh, let's live with just shaking a little bit and like helping you to make sure that that wasn't impacting your day-to-day life so much versus like trying to get rid of the shaking completely. And so I think that's something that like a lot of times is a debate in the disability community because some people say like, oh no, we should try and get rid of these quote unquote symptoms like shaking. But other people would say, no, why don't we just keep that and make the rest of the world kind of fit in with that and like develop things that make it so that maybe that doesn't like impact your day-to-day life so much or like teach people that that's like something that can happen because honestly I never would have known that that would be like a side effect of cerebral palsy so maybe it's on everyone else to learn um actually I don't know if it's a side effect of cerebral palsy I'm pretty sure it's a side effect of my seizure and when I had when I was like seven I'm pretty sure people are curious about so I'll just tell them Basically, I was in Davenport with my dad and my older sister, Kenya, and they were, like, working out, like, playing basketball and stuff, and I was taking a nap, and I just, like, woke up, and, like, I could feel my eyes, like, in the back of my head, and, like, like, I was shaking a lot, and, like, after I was done having this seizure, I couldn't talk for, like, I think it was, like, five minutes, and... It was very scary, but basically I'm fine now. And I think a couple things that I have still from the seizure is shakiness and my lips like twitch a lot. So yeah, because I remember in kindergarten, I don't remember shaking at all. So yeah. Oh, that is so interesting. I guess I didn't even think about that being like the reason behind it instead. Mm-hmm. Um. So something that I'm wondering about is like your childhood growing up, were you still involved in sports and stuff or were you kind of like, no, those might be a little harder, so I'm not going to do them? Um, so I did use soccer and gymnastics and basketball, like basketball for like six months. Um, I'm not trying to blame my parents, but it seems like they didn't really push me to do a whole lot. Um, I really wish they would push me to do softball, volleyball, and gymnastics because I have a very like strong upper body, so I think I would be really good at those sports. But again, like they didn't know better, so I just wish they would have pushed me a lot more. Um, I hate basketball, so. I would never do that sport. Um, I also don't know how to ride a bike. Um, my mom taught me like one time and I think I fell off and I said like I wanted to go inside, but like it's so weird because my parents always push me to do stuff nowadays, but like they didn't really push me to ride a bike. And I honestly wish I knew how to ride a bike, but yeah. I think it's really important to highlight what you said like you don't blame your parents they were doing the best they could but it's interesting yeah. because you would have actually preferred that they like pushed you whereas some people you would think would be like oh I just want to be left alone and like want to be able to just lounge and like not try things that are hard because I might fail so I think it really speaks volumes like your character and that you have that like really strong drive and motivation to do like what everyone else is doing and you know, push yourself. And I think that's really cool. Um, Something that I just kind of wanted to touch on is that Kiana and I um, went to like a summer camp together a couple years ago. And I'd probably only known her for like, I don't know, six or seven months at the time. And we went to this camp. And I remember not really knowing Kiana's diagnosis because it didn't really matter. It wasn't something that was important for me to have a label for. I just recognized like, okay, some things might be a little different or harder or take a little bit more time, but I wasn't exactly sure since I was her leader and she was like my, I don't know, mentee or whatever at this camp. Like I was in charge. Um, I really felt responsible and I was like, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing things right. I'm being helpful, but I, my biggest fear was overstepping and like, basically assuming that she had things she couldn't do. And so as the week started, 
I was noticing that she really wasn't asking for help with like literally anything. (laughs) And then um, I think it was maybe like the second or third meal that we were there. She had asked for a straw each time we sat down at the um, table to eat and no one else got straws. And like, I don't know, it wasn't really typical that other people had straws. And so I was like, oh yeah, sure. And she just kind of said, yeah, it's really hard for me to drink out of a cup. So I need a straw. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I was pretty pumped because I was like, okay, that was her asking for help. Like (laughs) I then understood I can back off and then she'll ask for help when she needs it. And that was literally like the only thing that entire week that she really needed help with. Like we did rock climbing, we did boating, we did um, like so many other activities. And I just was kind of in awe because I was like, dang, she really is just going to power through this and like live life her own way. And I admired that so much. And so I just kind of realized like, okay, Kiana is a totally normal human being who needs a straw. And um, I guess the only other thing was we would always sit on the floor during this like camp thing that happened every single day. Can I interrupt for a second? Yeah, go for it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I cannot sit on the floor. So I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure it's all, uh, I no, I don't know. I'm not positive but just for me when I sit on the floor I have I have abs but they're very weak because of my disability so you have to have abs to like hold yourself up and if you notice I sit a lot of times with my back against something that I can't so I sit with my back against something so I don't have to use my abs and they had no like back support at all so I was just like I have to go like I can't sit on the floor for like two hours and so then Maddie can go. Yeah. So basically, um, they would just make us all sit in this like big empty room on the floor, spread out like crisscross applesauce, whatever. And Kiana eventually said, like maybe after the second time, like, hey, is there any way we could go sit in the back against a wall? And I was like, sure. And I remember at the time I was like, oh no, is something wrong? Like just she wanted to just like talk to me in private or like what? And we sat down and I was like, okay, like is everything are, are we good? She was like, oh yeah, it's just hard for me to sit on the flat ground without backrest. And I was like, okay, cool. So then every time after that, we just made sure that when we went into that big room, we immediately found a place with back support. And I was just kind of blown away because I was like, this girl will really do anything for herself and has no like problem asking for help when she needs it, but also like doesn't really need help. And I think it was probably like five days into this camp when she finally told me her diagnosis. And I was like, oh okay, like I thought people with that disability couldn't feed themselves or speak or walk. And so I was just kind of like shocked, but also um, I just thought it was really cool how she represented herself. And I think that's something that should be celebrated that she probably won't hype herself up for. (laughs) Also, going back to the straw thing, like Maddie would carry straws like in a fanny pack. And I know it seems very small, but like it takes so much anxiety off my shoulders to know that like she'll always have a straw because like I don't have to like always worry that like oh I can't have water because I don't have a straw and like it sounds so small but like when you're like super thirsty and like it was hot there like I needed water and like it just made me so like more comfortable around mine that she always have a straw with her so yeah that's on doing the bare minimum (laughs) um So, Kiana, is there anything that you feel like people should not say to someone with a disability? Yes. Yes. All righty. So. Go off, queen. (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to go in any specific order, but um, don't, like, mock them. Like, I remember my therapist, my physical therapist, was, like, mocking me how I shake, like, uncontrollably. And I was just like, what the frick are you doing? I didn't say that to her because like, I was like still in elementary school. And I told like, my mom, like I didn't say anything for like like two hours. And my mom was like, hey, like, were you uncomfortable that she did that? I was like, yeah. And she ended up emailing the therapist and she was, and the therapist apologized. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know. And like, it was, it, and it, it ended up being fine. And then also, um, this is going on topic, but also for me, my disability, I mumble a lot and I speak super fast. 
So that's why, um, like, you'll hear me, like, start over a lot, but that's just because I can't help it. But anyway, going back to the stuff you, this, this stuff you can't do, um, what else? Um, another thing is, like, don't compare stuff of, like, what, what people can do and can't do. So, for example, if I ask you to open a water bottle, so don't say, like, oh, you can't open a water bottle, but you can't, or you can drive a car, but you can't open a water bottle. And to me, like, that's two different things, and you shouldn't compare those two at all. And also, it just makes me feel bad because, like, honestly, I don't like asking for help. And, like, if I'm asking you for help, it means that I actually feel super comfortable around you. Um, another thing is don't call me names like cripple. Um, yeah, that's just pretty self-explanatory. Um, just like asking like what do you have or not what do you have, say like what disability do you have? Um, another story is I was in the doctor's appointment and he was like doing my vitals and he was like, oh, I didn't read, I didn't read your chart. What, what do you have? I was like, oh, like what? Like, I, I told him I have cerebral policy. He's like, oh, I was like, honestly, you should just read the chart because it's kind of interesting, but whatever. And then, um. The big thing is don't stare. I know everyone stares, but like, even I stare at people and like, I tell myself like, don't stare. And like, I'm getting a lot better at it. But especially like, I don't care if you're like in like third grade and down, like they don't know better. And, but like once you're in fourth grade and up, I think you should be pretty aware that people are different and you shouldn't stare at people. Um, I remember I was in a doctor's appointment and this little kid came up to me and like I was walking past him and he said hi to me. So like staring at me and like, I think that's so like wonderful. And it actually shows that like their parents are raising, their parents are raising them right. Um, another thing is adults do stare a lot um there was one time I was again in the doctor's office and this person was staring at me and he was like super older and my mom was like what are you staring at but the guy didn't hear him and it just like made me so upset because like my mom was the main one who told me like Kiana people are going to make fun of you People are going to stare at you, just ignore them. And I think that's so, like, that's such great advice because it taught me, like, not to be upset because, like, honestly, like, it taught me to be more tough. Um, Yeah, like, when I got bullied, my mom was like, Kiana, like, it's going to happen. Like, you need to just, like, be tough. And maybe some people don't like that style of parenting. I honestly don't care what you think. But it taught me a lot. Like, it just taught me to be tough. Also, my computer's about to die. Let me go get my charger. Oh. Oh, shoot. Okay. And then, I think that covers it. Um, also, I forgot to say that I did go to speech therapy. Um, I honestly don't know if it worked or not. Um, I didn't like it, but I get, I tend to stutter a lot and mutter, or stutter and mumble a lot, especially when I get super nervous. So, just so you guys right now. Okay, so along all of those lines and things like people shouldn't say or like times people sucked, 
is there anything that like you do enjoy when people say to you or like that you wish people said or did more um again I just hope that they say hey I don't mean to be respectful and then ask the question that they want to ask um yeah like just come up and talk to me like I'm not going to be upset um it makes me feel a lot better when you guys and people come talk to me because I just feel like more like I'm like more human that makes sense um so I would say then like the biggest one is be careful when you're trying to help someone out because there are a lot of people with disabilities who don't want help so for an example I go to the University of Iowa and I had a meal plan and it's different because of COVID, but basically I would have to get my food and put it in a bag and then take it home. And so there's this one guy who would always come up to me and be like, oh, look, let, let me help you. Like, let me just do it for you. And he would like take the bag out of my hand and like do it for me, which honestly, I honestly didn't really care that much because I wanted to go home anyway and he can do it a lot quicker. But some people might actually get very upset about that and it can cause them to have like a breakdown or something. So I would just say, be very careful. Um, for me, since I have, oh, so just because someone has a disability doesn't mean you need to talk to them in a baby voice. Um, it just seems like very disrespectful. And like, you're almost saying like, oh, like since you have a disability, you're automatically a baby. And I just don't like when people do that. So it would be helpful if you guys talk to people with disabilities like they're of age. Um, another one is when you guys, like when people speak to me, it's very helpful if they talk a little bit slower so I can comprehend. Um, yeah, like I'm not saying like you really talk like super slow, but like if I ask you to repeat it, don't get upset with people. Be like, oh, like you're so dumb. Like, oh, like you don't understand. Like, no, I do understand. You just talk a certain way. So, yeah. I also think this is like my thing, but as someone who's worked for a really long time with, for someone who has a disability, I hate when people speak to the person who's with the person with disability. So like, for example, oh, I, yeah. and it's like, for example, if Kiana and I were out getting food and like the waiter or waitress turned to me and was like, oh, what does she want? Like, are you kidding me? She's literally sitting right there. Like, how dare you? That stuff pisses me off so much. And like, maybe it, like if there is someone who's nonverbal, worst case scenario, you ask them, they don't respond, and then the caregiver or like yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um that hasn't happened to me a lot. Um honestly, it happens like when I have an appointment and my mom used to take me, they'd be like, Oh, like what's her name? What's her birthday? And like honestly, I didn't feel like answering because it was eight o'clock in the morning. I was super tired. But there was sometimes like it would be like one o'clock in the afternoon. My mom would turn to me saying, like, Kiana, like, what's, like, like, answer the question? And I think that's super helpful. Another thing is for the people who know someone or even have siblings that have so or any disability, just try to be super understanding because I have, I struggle with anger issues when people don't fully understand what I'm trying to say or do. Um... I'm gonna be honest, me and my siblings have fought a lot when I ask for help and they don't help me. And it's very sad because I go to bed crying and like, I'm not gonna sound dramatic, but again, you don't understand what I'm going through. So it would just be a lot helpful if you just do it for me. I think also like you wouldn't ask if you didn't need the help. So then, yeah. then like, no, I'm not going to help just sucks because you already were putting yourself out there. Like, the best way I can explain it is, for example, Maddie, think of, think, how do I explain this? Try asking someone to help you 
with quote-unquote simple tasks every single day and like you get what I'm trying to say like it's yeah yeah it sucks I'm sure yeah and it's something too where like I mean just knowing you you don't ask for help very often so if you do like clearly you've already tried probably on your own and figured out that it would be easier if someone else helped you with it so I think that's like a big thing for everyone else to notice um but anyway as we're kind of like wrapping up here I just think it's really cool that you're so willing to talk about all this because it's not something that like you deserve the world an explanation for and so I just want to thank you for like being so honest and vulnerable in this episode and I think it's really interesting especially for people without disabilities to hear kind of like what it is like for you in your day-to-day life and I just really appreciate you so thank you um I think that's it for this episode do you have anything else to say Maddie I would just say think before you speak and be a good person it's not that hard um I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say yeah that's it um I think the main thing I'm worried about is like I know this is dumb but like again like if I mumble I'm trying very hard to not mumble so it would be very helpful if you guys could like try to ignore that or just like try to like go back and listen very carefully but and that's it for this episode um thank you guys so much for listening and follow me on instagram at kiana's corners podcast and we'll see you guys or we hope you come back next week bye bye Oh, 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 oh,